All right, uh, joining me online right now is uh, she's a, a Fox News contributor. Uh, she's speaking this weekend at Politicon in Los Angeles. You can find details about that in the description down below. Please welcome to the show, Miss Tommy Laren. Tommy, thank you so much for doing this. Of course, thanks for having me. Hey, so first and foremost, um, I do want to talk about uh, your work with Fox because I, I think it's a huge accomplishment for you. Um, you know, because but two years ago, you you blew up on the internet. You were very viral uh, with with your final thoughts segment over at the Blaze, and then some stuff happened, and now you're working with Fox. So congratulations on that. Um, what do you what have you learned in the last you know year or so that you've been doing the Fox News contributing uh, that's that's been different than the stuff you were doing on, on the Blaze? Well, of course, when I was at the Blaze, I you know I had my own hour long show four days a week, so that was a different kind of a setup. But what I'm so excited about, and we've been working on for so long now, is Fox Nation. So if everybody knows me from my commentaries that were once on a channel, but really they know me from online. I'm always that girl from YouTube or that girl from Facebook. Well, now I have the opportunity to really connect with all those online fans, but I get to bring in the Fox News fans with Fox Nation. So it's going to be huge. No other network has what we have, and we're going to blow it out of the water. And what what is your role with Fox Nation? Because that's that's one thing that I'm interested in. Are you going to have another show again? Are you going to keep it, uh, you know, a segmented clip? Or, or what's what's your role with Fox Nation? The really nice thing about a streaming service is that we don't have barriers and boundaries. But what you will see from me on a daily basis is my first thoughts, which are new, and my final thoughts, which you're used to. So twice a day, I'm going to be giving my commentaries on news of the day, both in the morning and at night, and that's going to be five days a week. So there's going to be a lot of Tommy on Fox Nation as far as my commentary goes. But beyond that, I'm going to be sitting down and doing interviews, a lot of across-the-aisle interviews with people that you may not expect, and we're going to have a whole kind of pop culture element that maybe you're not used to really seeing on traditional Fox News, but Fox Nation is where I get to play. Now I'm super excited for this. I, I've I've always loved the final thoughts segment that you did over at the Blaze, and there's so many times where I would watch my liberal friends just their heads would explode with the knowledge and the truth that you would drop on them. Um, what is your ultimate goal with your your segments on on Fox Nation? Do you plan on you know hopefully you know I know it's a paywall thing, but do you hope that these go viral as well? Like what what is your goal at the end of the day with it? Well, sure. I think that starting a conversation is always the goal when I do my commentaries and my, my final thoughts, not my first thoughts. But what it really is, is an opportunity for the Fox News fan, the Fox News super fan that's now coming over to Fox Nation to subscription service for them to see my commentaries. And they're going to be the only ones that get to see my commentary. So unlike before, when it was a free for all, it was online. Now it's going to be for those people that subscribe to Fox Nation and you're going to get to see me twice a day, but you're going to get to see me in my element. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's going to be vintage Tommy. It's going to be everything's on the table. Let's go for it. Let's attack it. Let's be unfiltered. Let's be politically incorrect and intellectually honest. That's what the Fox News superfan and the new Fox Nation superfan is going to get from me. Now, when you were on the blaze, you were out in Dallas. Are you in Los Angeles now? Oh, yes. I am behind enemy lines, as they say. How is that? I mean, I I couldn't imagine going from you know, Dallas, which is a conservative area to Los Angeles. What's that transition been like for you? 
Well, I'm going to tell you this. First of all, if we're not careful, Texas is going to turn blue or more reasonably probably purple, and we can't afford that. So people say, oh, how do you live in Los Angeles? It's so blue. It's so liberal. Well, I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of Californians that are moving to Texas. Mm -hmm. So Texas, be aware. But I'll tell you this. I live in California because it's beautiful. I live in California because there's so many great attributes to this great state. And there's a lot of problems, too. But I always ask people, if conservatives are only going to live in places where most conservatives are, we're giving up some of the greatest parts of this country. Are we really going to back down? Are we really going to say, hey, yeah, you guys take the beach and the mountains <laughs> and you guys take the beautiful terrain and you have your taxes and your regulation and your movements and your marches and all of us conservatives will just hide out? No. I don't think so. I'm behind enemy lines and they don't really like it, but I love it. And have you had any interactions? I know there's been a lot of you know people online. Uh, Tucker Carlson just released something saying that you know he can't go out to eat anymore because people are, are you know attacking him verbally. Have you had any of that happen to you in, in LA? And how do you handle it if, it if that's happened? Well, as much as I don't like to talk about it because I don't like to draw attention to the morons that do it, yeah, it's something that occurs regularly. It depends on where you go. I mean, if I'm going to go to West Hollywood, I know what I'm in for. So <laughs> I'm very careful about the times that I go there. And it has become a security situation. When we go and do our man-on-the-street interviews for Sean Hannity out in West Hollywood, we have a security team. And there has been times when it's been so violent and so hostile that our security team has said, hey, I think we should pack it up. I think we're done for the day. It's gotten pretty bad. Um, but I don't think it's just reserved for liberal California. As you saw what happened to me in Minnesota with someone throwing water at me at a, a brunch restaurant with my parents. It can happen anywhere in the conservative places and liberal places. It's just wherever the morons are. Yeah, which is it's, it's sad that that that's the discord that we've gotten to is, is you know, gotten to the point where we're yelling at people at restaurants and throwing stuff at them but let's let's talk about this weekend uh politicon i saw you last year at politicon i don't remember who you debated um but one of the things that i remember was i was sitting in a section uh that i can tell early on was was heavily liberal um you know because i was the only one clapping you know for a lot of the stuff that you were saying and people were looking at me weird and i kind of like took a minute and was like oh i might need to calm down here but by the end of the debate People were actually like, "Oh, she makes good points." Like they were, they were turning. Uh, this year, you're speaking. You're doing a town hall, uh, I believe, on Sunday at three thirty, and then you're doing a fight for your rights panel. Tell me about the town hall. What do you expect? What's is there anything off the topic? Anything off limits? Or or what's what do you have planned for us? Well, I'm excited because I get to do this with Clay Aiken. And for those that are American Idol fans, especially in my age age group, they remember Clay Aiken. I think when Clay Aiken was on American Idol, I believe I was in maybe sixth, sixth or seventh grade. So what a, an interesting moment for me to be able to share the stage with him. But really what it's going to be is it's going to be a town hall. We're going to go through a whole list of topics, everything from immigration to feminism to conservatism to what it's like to be in California and how the liberals are ruining the state. We're going to talk about it all. And Clay's really going to give me an opportunity to talk to a lot of my fans and probably a lot of my haters as well. And I think people are going to be very surprised at some of the things that I have to say. It's not going to be towing the typical conservative line. People know I don't do that anyway. But you're going to see me be able to come out, be unfiltered, and give answers to a lot of the questions I've been dying to answer. So what let's 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 take a topic real quick if you can give me a quick blurb on something that we might hear from you uh let's take feminism for example uh what would be like a quick 30 second blurb that you would say on feminism sure well feminism excludes a lot of 
conservative women because feminism as is this in its modern state to me and what i'm saying is nothing more than demanding free things marching around in stupid outfits and bashing men that's what feminism has turned into and it's quite disgusting because the founders of the feminist movement believed in equal rights and they believed in empowerment now i tell people all the time you can't beg for equal rights and then ask for special treatment that is what modern day feminism has become at the hands of people like Alyssa milano and lena dunham and others to me it's sickening but that's why for conservative and independent young women i say let's take it back let's call it female empowerment let's talk about really empowering women all women and all men and all americans for that matter and let's take it back because the place that it's gone is ugly the place that it's gone doesn't represent most women in this country and i'm fed up with it and i i, I agree 100 percent. i'm i'm all about like equality for women like women should make the same amount of money as men do for the same work you know women should be able to do whatever they want just like men do i i completely agree with you there now the fight for your rights panel uh which is also the 21st at 5 p.m in freedom hall uh what's that all about I'm sitting down with a lot of my good conservative friends, and we're having a conversation about how a lot of us conservatives, independents, libertarians, outspoken individuals often don't get the same kind of a platform as those on the left. So we're talking about fighting for our rights when it comes to censorship, when it comes to to purging on the social media platforms. There's been a lot of that going on as of recently, and I think that we need to address it. We need to have an open, honest conversation about it. We need to hold people accountable. We've done that a little bit. But I think getting a lot of conservatives together that have been able to build a platform in spite of all the restrictions and the censorship, we're going to come together and we're going to talk about what we can do better to get our message out there. And we can encourage people that don't have platforms to still be able to be out there and be vocal because it's a lot of the smaller accounts, a lot of the average everyday Americans that are being censored. Those of us that have huge platforms, we can sometimes get around it and we can have an outcry and get some attention to it and hopefully change it. But we want to make sure that people with not as big of a platform are still able to go and express themselves on social media platforms and their rights aren't being hampered in that way. So we're going to talk about it and we're going to come up with some good solutions. Now, is that like in response to the Alex Jones shutdown? Because whether you agree with what Alex Jones and Infowars stands for and promotes, you know, no outlet should be shut down, in my opinion. Um, is that kind of the same same route? Or are you specifically targeting people that are like, you know, much smaller platforms, people who maybe don't have the resources to launch, you know, a multi-million dollar website, you know, a potential streaming service, or et cetera, et cetera? Well, I'll tell you about this. If it can happen to Alex Jones, it's happening to a lot more people. So that's a great example. So we're talking about big people like that. Of course, we know that Milo Yiannopoulos has been banned from Twitter for quite some time now, and there are others. I mean, what was it on Facebook? They said that Diamond and Silk were a threat to the community. I mean, absolutely <laughs> ludicrous that those two women, they can consider that a threat is mind-boggling. Yeah. But there are so many big examples, and then there are a lot of people that look to us that have the big platforms to be their voice. And that's what I'm all about, is being a voice for the voiceless, and maybe we can stir up some trouble and, and cause some rockets, make some noise, and make some changes. So this blue wave people are talking about in the midterms, uh, you got any comments on on that? I I, I think it's more like a a blue puddle. Um, (laughs) What do you think? 
Well, I don't know how there's going to be a blue wave when the Democrats haven't shown us any kind of agenda or a platform that people don't even have anything to get out and vote for. What are they voting for? They're voting for people that have Trump derangement syndrome who are marching in the streets angry because they lost the election. They still can't get over the election that they lost in 2016. And so they're marching in the streets. They're angry. They're pounding down doors. They're overly aggressive. They're harassing conservatives and Trump supporters in the streets. They want to raise your taxes. I mean, really, other than that. Oh, and oh, by the way, they also want to coddle and provide sanctuary for illegals. That's another big agenda item. But beyond those things, beyond coddling criminals and hating Trump, they have no agenda. So it's going to be a red tsunami that's going to show out because we have something to fight for. And I got to tell you this, we're going to keep fighting until we get a wall. I I don't doubt that. And I hope we do get one. Tommy, any final thoughts for me? Well, I hope everyone comes out to Politicon. It's a really great event. It's my third year doing it. Every year it gets bigger and better. And it's going to be a great opportunity for those from the left and the right to come together. Now, I know that we have a lot of division in this country. I know that there are a lot of opinions. But Politicon truly is an event for everyone to come to and maybe expand their mind a little bit. You might find out that you're more conservative than you thought. I doubt you're going to find out you're more liberal. But, hey, <laughs> open to that, too. But come out to Politicon. Have a good time. And then also, don't forget... Fox Nation is coming for you, and we're going to take over digital streaming service. So those are my final thoughts. God bless and take care. All right. Follow her on Twitter at Tommy Laren, foxnation.com. Sign up for the details uh, coming out. And if you are in Los Angeles and you want to come to Politicon, go to politicon.com. Buy your tickets. There's still some tickets available, one day uh, and two day passes. Tommy, thank you so much. Hopefully I get to say hello to you this weekend, uh, but I look forward to listening to you speak. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right. Talk soon. Bye-bye.